this kind of thing deserves more than a five minute fix or a 10 minute episode, but I, this is why I have the podcast to let it out, to release it. And, you know, everybody's been pouring in their tributes and everything to a lost, um, classmate and dear friend, best friend in Max Gold. Now, many of you on this podcast might've heard of the Viscardi Center, but he was a core of our family, of our Viscardi family, and outside of Viscardi too. He was our best friend and someone literally a shoulder to lean on. And in his later years, he ended up becoming self-sustainable. He uh, drove himself to and from Farmingdale State College. He And this was a guy who had his leg amputated in first grade and never gave up after that. He had prosthetic after prosthetic. He drove a car when he got older, an adaptive car, a beautiful car too, by the way. And it was really impressive to see him drive down the highway, you know, in his 20s and and whatnot. But today we have to do the toughest thing, and that's to say goodbye. See, we talk about the disabled community in a very celebratory way, but this is the part that sucks. The part of saying goodbye, the part of losing, the part of not having our friends to call because whatever they've gone through, whatever their disability has put them through, takes them very early on. I mentioned the sportsmanship tournament that we do every year at Viscardi, and they honored three kids in that false semester alone that lost their lives. It's the part that's not fair in the community. It's the part that... As much as the smiles on all these kids' faces, on Max's face, lights up, lit up the world, to not have that light anymore physically on this earth sucks. We know their light and their guardianship will continue, but it's not the same. And when I got the call yesterday from my other dear friend, who we just had on a week ago, Danny, (coughs) that our... Our crew member, our three-man crew, the, the the big part of our crew, Max, had passed away. It really shocked us both. Shocked me to the core. And maybe it's not appropriate to do a podcast yet, or maybe I need to let my feel. But this is why I have this podcast, to let it out. Just unleash it into the world. And just talk about how an amazing a person, Max Gold, was. And we are surely going to miss him at 31. But he was a champion at the same time. He fought his wound infections, his his stump infections, every time he could. He was staying strong to the end. He was at home a couple weeks ago. I mean, he was still active. He never gave up a single breath. He could talk to you even if he was sick as ever. He'd still make sure you knew he was there for you. He was a true blue friend, Max Gold was. 
a True Blue classmate as well. He is one of the last of the real ones, and I have to say that. Because I don't think you'll get that kind of class or friendship again. And then I want to tell you this story. So, I mean, getting this word made me feel some kind of responsibility at the top of the world. At the top of our, you know, in our class of 2009 world. To just check in on people. See how they were doing. And I checked in with Adeline and Matt Limblad and people you may not have heard of before. Keenan, I've had Keenan on the show before. But we were all right there as a group, pretty much from kindergarten to 12th grade. But in the adaptive community, Max also did something pretty freaking awesome. And it happened 10 years ago almost, this to this very year. You see, Jake... Max's brother was very involved in Max's life. And they took a trip to the Smithsonian in Washington because Max had this huge love of aviation. As Brian Rackett writes, it was a fascination with aviation that Max had. And God bless that. His bar mitzvah was at an McCarthy Airport, as a matter of fact. He actually went to Farmingdale State College and graduated from there, majoring in security systems with a concentration in aviation. He wanted to be part of that aviation world since a very young age. Since flying to Boston from Long Island, seeing doctors up in Boston. By the way, Max's right leg was amputated at six years old. Six years old, 25 years ago. (coughs) And I feel like we all remember that moment in time. But Max and his brother Jake went to D.C. 10 years ago. And they want to go to the Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum. Because he, I guess he called himself an Aerodox fanatic, wanted to see this museum which had flight simulators and I will tie this into It's a Wonderful Life in a minute because I feel like there's a part of this story that is is a very wonderful, it's a wonderful life I'll tell you why but Max and Jake said that they tried to buy a ticket for an interactive flight simulator which according to Smithsonian performed 360 degree barrel rolls But the employee at the ticket counter said Max would not be allowed on it. They did make an accommodation that Max would go on in one of the museum's other ride simulators. And so they went on the Wings Simulator, which is a ride through the history of aerial combat. Here was the thing, folks. There were steps to get up to this simulator, and Max was in a power wheelchair. So Jake, the brother he was to Max, to make sure he was always able to go, lifted him from the wheelchair to carry him up these short steps leading from the floor to the simulator. 
Then one of the Smithsonian staffers made a scene. Yelling uh, at Jake to put put Max down. 250 to 300 people in the room heard this and watched the scene unfold. A supervisor for the Smithsonian told them that Max, who was in this wheelchair, power wheelchair also, could use a simulator if he walked up the steps. We know what the Golds did. They got back home after this frustration and they filed a federal discrimination suit against the Smithsonian. That takes guts. That takes balls. And he had all of that. He had all of that. Why shouldn't he be allowed to be carried up the steps to experience something he may never experience again? And this story about this lawsuit made the Washington Post. So he made the adaptive museum experience hopefully even better 10 years later thanks to filing this lawsuit. He did make the Washington Post because of this. He did fight for his rights. Just like he fought for his health day in and day out. And of course there were a couple other core memories but I'll share this one for you. We had all taken a trip to the city to see Cats the musical. See, in second grade, it was a big phase. And Max was all in to go see Cats. I mean, it was quite a planning project. But Max, Lynn, his mom, his brother Jake, and my mom, we all went to see Cats. And I was so scared of the overture of all the cat eyes. But Max calmed me down. We enjoyed the show. We got to see the Cats backstage. But that picture with the cast of Cats is so legendary. And it was such a example of our friendship and how much we did together. Whether it was taking trips to Merrick, to his home in Merrick. Whether it was visiting Mr. Met downstairs at, uh, at Shea Stadium. Whether it was the pasta auction fun. Whether it was you know, I'm going to tell that if I get the chance to speak today, I'm going to say the story that he um he had this way of I wouldn't say pranking, but but just a jokester in a sense. And said, "I want to try something outside 30 Rockefeller Center during our senior senior trip of high school." And I said, "What?" And he threw down these this extra bread he had. And sure enough, all the pigeons from the whole city came to this area where Max threw the bread. And as always, he laughed it off. Thought it was a big joke. Meanwhile, we were all getting pestered by these pigeons. But that was Max's sense of humor, and I love it. And I will tell you, this is one of the first losses that I'm feeling immediately. We prayed. We thought we'd get a few more years or more with Max. And yet today, we have to do the unthinkable. And so, the family is saying to donate to Canine Companions. Of course, he had those faithful Canine Companions. Langley. Coda. Oh, they were amazing dogs to him. They were. They really were. 
And of course, the Henry Viscardi School. It's not the ideal way to start 2023, but, and I, and I felt this wonderful life connection because I looked at him as like a brother and George Bailey's brother, Harry, was this huge war hero in the aviation, in the Air Force. Well, Max has made aviation that much more adaptable because of that lawsuit. And I think that's heroic too. That people with disabilities should be enjoying aviation, should be enjoying that museum. And museums are across the nation, to be honest. And just maybe Max Gold changed the game on that. Like he changed our lives. And everyone who met Max Gold. You are going to be our guardian angel. You will get your wings when that bell rings today. Love you, brother. Miss you already. And Danny and I, we will take it from here. God bless and love Max Gold.